this is really cool. We are at the IAB Nonference 2018. It is the very first one, and we're here exploring all the sounds of the Nonference with ACAST, the Nonference non-conference, if you will. So we're going to take you on a little bit of an audio journey. In order to do that, we are going to switch to binaural, so you're going to be able to hear this in 3D. To best enjoy it, you will need some good headphones. Are you ready? So right now, you should be able to hear me in your left ear. Hello, left ear. Hello. And then, uh, if I just keep talking like this, you should be able to hear me in your right ear. Hello, right ear, you old friend. Okay, cool. Let's officially and binaurally open the nonference. All in your mouth, break it up, and just breathe out and enjoy it. Fantastic. I enjoyed that panel. It was very insightful. I learned stuff from that. Okay, I'm a bit scared, but I'm gonna go for it. Are you ready? So it went a little bit viral early in the morning. I always do live demos on stage. So you want to be an influencer? My head is currently wired up to a laptop. 29% had a sexual fantasy about their voice assistant. We are ready for party time. The Sound of Nonference 2018, brought to you by Acast. I've managed to track down Jamie from the world famous My Dad Wrote a Porno podcast. Hi, Jamie. Hello, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm not bad, thanks. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that panel. It was very insane. I learned stuff from that. I learned stuff from that. Can you just tell us briefly what the panel was about? Yes, it was about um, ads in podcasting. Um, and I've discovered what uh, sponsors aren't sponsoring my podcast, so I'll be having words. <laughs> so let's talk about your podcast for a second. Talk to us about how it all came about. Yes, my podcast, My Dad Wrote a Porno, it's pretty self-explanatory, really. My dad wrote an erotic novel uh, that was so terrible that we thought we had to share it with the world. Um, he can't spell, bless him. People grab women's cervixes. Breasts are described as being hung freely like pomegranates. It's not erotic in any way. Um, but we thought it was too bad not to be shared with the world. So, yeah, I read a chapter a week with my two best mates. Um, and, yeah, I can't believe people listen to it. It's, it's worrying. Big question. Do your parents listen to the podcast? Um, 50% of my parents do. Um, my dad loves it. He's like the biggest fan of it. Uh, and my mum doesn't. Although she does listen to our, our, our footnotes episodes. It's a midweek shows that don't involve any sex. Why do you think people are listening to podcasts more than ever? Um, I think it's just, it's a really intimate medium. I think you really connect with the people who are on a podcast. Like they do feel like your mates. And that's what's so nice about me with with with, the, with our show you know i you know go about my daily life and people come up to me and they do treat me as a friend because they've got to know me over you know four seasons of me talking about this intimate stuff with my two mates um, and i think people just enjoy that it is it is just a really nice listening experience and it's not like anything else really it's quite unique i think big question here have you ever thought about maybe breaking away from porno and doing you know like a new podcast like a bit like a solo career Oh my God, defecting. <laughs> uh, what, be like Sting and just leave the other two? Robbie Williams, yeah. Or Robbie, yeah, exactly. Um, no, not really. Like we, we really enjoy doing the show and it's actually, that's why we do it, because we get to hang out. Like, that's a really stupid answer, but it is the truth. Like We just really enjoy making it and we're, we're just mates. So it would feel a bit weird doing a show without the other two. So yeah, but maybe one day, who knows? Who knows, never say never. Never say never, of course. Oh, it's so lovely to meet you, Jamie, and we love porno. Oh, thanks so much. So we've just jumped into a little Spotify booth, which is really snug and cosy, and I am with Carla from Spotify. Hi, Carla. 
Hiya. Um, so you've got a VR little setup here. I'm, I'm about to put it on. What, what is going on? So basically, we just created this VR experience. It's a, it's a house that basically signifies uh, different rooms that target different moments. So we just show how our ad formats can be shown on different devices. And uh, yeah, just give it a go and see. Okay, I'm a bit scared, but I'm going to go for it. Are you ready? Okay, so I'm kind of, at the moment, I'm in like a foyer area with yeah. loads of different coloured poofs. And yeah. I've just gone into the Spotify room. Oh, I'm now in the kitchen. Oh, lovely, chopping up a parsnip. Okay. Um, mobile video takeover and then a massive mobile phone has just popped up yep so that's just so one just... of our ads that would be on mobile so oh. it's just showing you oh and there's a guy on the advert also chopping up parsnips yeah oh it's like it was meant to be <laughs> oh right okay and one of the great things about this is that we can actually um, put brands into the experience. So if they want to show how their ad would play out in one of these rooms, we can actually do that through a CMS system. So it's something that we've been using across the world. We've localised this in many other countries in different languages as well. And it's uh, proved to be a really good success because it shows visually how we can be you know, present throughout different moments of the day. So I'm with Nimesh from Voxley. Um, tell us about the session you just hosted. Um, yeah, it was a very interesting session. We, um, our, our main objective was to try to teach people about the voice um, space and give them an understanding of uh, the Alexa skills and the Google Actions and how they're built, what kind of technology they're built on. So um, hopefully we've been able to open people's eyes to what's actually available and how potentially they would get their organizations or companies into the voice space i'm going to pitch a skill to you okay it's always a good it's always a good time i learned from your session that the kind of best skills are the ones where you're kind of busy or engaged using your hands so hence why you need to use your voice so i was thinking of a sort of fitness skill so you'd like maybe have a hit workout that alexa would do for you and you'd be like alexa program my 10 minute hit workout and then she'd tell you to do 15 star jumps what do you think i think that's a great skill i think um i mean unfortunately you're probably not going to be the first person to do that there's probably something out there but um it's it's a very good use case and especially if you've got some kind of um unique exercises or something interesting to show the user which they can't just find on like the bog standard channels of like youtube or uh, or just googling if you can find some kind of niche in the market that's an absolutely and it will it will definitely take off cool well thank you so much namesh this is kirsten and rosie lovely to meet you guys and you've got a party app thing so do you want to do your little alexa role play yes sure we'd love to Alexa, party time. Awesome. What kind of party are we having? Uh, we're having a Halloween party. Exciting. When is the party and how many people? It's tonight at 7 with 10 people. Okay. I've got a playlist. I'll turn the lights down at 6.30 and I'll order some booze from Amazon Fresh. What else do you want me to do? Order some food. Sure. What type of food? Pizza. Okay. Pizza for 7.30 for 10 people. Thanks, Alexa. You're welcome. We are ready for party time. Hello, Rob. Where are you from? So I am uh, the marketing manager for Oath. 
And we're standing next to this massive 3D box covered in floral wallpaper. What on earth is going on, please? Yeah, so this is uh, one of our activations called Dinner Party. So Dinner Party is a, a virtual reality film created by uh, one of our companies, Riot Films. Um, so ultimately, it's a, it's a 3D virtual reality film telling the story of uh, Betty and Barney Hill. Um, who were the first to say that they were abducted in the 1950s. It was the first publicized case uh, in 1950s in America. Um, they both had various different experiences as part of that. One of them had a very positive experience. One of them had a very negative experience. And our story here, Dinner Party, is just a retelling of that, a theatrical retelling with uh, plenty of uh, surprises along the way. So can you tell us a little bit about the actual physical experience of it? Because it's not just sitting down in a cinema and watching it, is it? No, absolutely not. So we've got an absolutely huge space here at Tobacco Docks today. So we decided to kind of give it a bit more of a theatrical oomph. You go in, you sit down, um, and then from that point, we remotely start an experience. And generally, do you think people have enjoyed this experience today? Absolutely. So we have been fully booked all day. So it went a little bit viral early in the morning, which has been fantastic for us. So um, by about 12, we had all of our slots filled up throughout the day. We've been filming people as they've been coming out of it, been absolutely loving it. We've had some great sound bites from people who've had a great time. So I think it's done its job and people really enjoyed dinner party. My name is Becky. And what do you do, Becky? So um, I guess you could call me a YouTuber, Instagrammer, social media person. Um, I make a lot of content about vintage fashion and lifestyle. Oh, that's so cool. And why are you at the Nonference today? Today at the Nonference, Social Circle held a panel which was called, I think, like, So You Want to Be an Influencer? And basically it was bringing brand people along for an influencer experience um, with somebody from the space and kind of showing them what goes into making content. That's so cool. So someone sort of followed you throughout your day-to-day -day life. Yes, so basically I took Popular Pora from Uni Days with me to uh, Shoreditch and we went vintage shopping together and um, we put together some Instagram stories and it was really fun bringing her along and seeing actually what goes into capturing the content, how you edit it, how you put it together and then, um, you know, how it's received as well. I guess a lot of people think it's super easy to be an influencer because it's just Instagramming and YouTubing, but actually there's a lot more work that goes into it, isn't there? Yeah, I think somebody asked me actually how long it took and it, we were out shooting for two hours and then actually editing all the photos, editing all the videos and formatting everything took another I guess hour and a half two hours on top of that and while I enjoyed every second of it it does actually take a lot of time um, but it's, it's so rewarding and the results are really there as well so yeah um, so I'm with Heather from Neuro Insight hi Heather okay. my head is currently wired up to a laptop and there's all sorts of things going on so can you explain this a little bit for me Heather yes yeah, so there are about 20 there are 20 sensors on the headset and each one of those is creating a line on the screen and that's representing the electrical activity in your brain we can't read we don't know from that what you're thinking, but we can see a few things. So if, for example, you were to shake your head, um, there's a slight delay on this, but what you'll see is you'll get a lot more movement going on here. This is incredible. So that is my brain that on that brain. screen. It's, it's very nice. It's a very nice oh, brain. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yours is a very nice brain too. Um, <laughs> so can you tell what I'm sort of feeling? Like if I were to feel like a sudden emotion? You can't tell from the screen what you're thinking or what you're feeling. Um, what, it, the information has to go through an algorithm. What we're actually me me measuring is the distance between these tiny little peaks here because that, the, the, that distance changes according to the frequency of response in your brain. Um, but you can't see that. We can only tell that when we send the data off to our neuroscientists and they put it through all sorts of clever algorithms. And at that point, we, we can look at that. Having said that, we never look at an individual brain for all sorts of reasons, partly ethical and partly because actually you might be sitting there thinking, I've got an itchy leg or I, have, you know, I forgot to turn the gas off at home. Um, and so we, we get normally a bigger sample so that those extraneous things are ironed out. And what we get are the things that, that people are sharing as they have a common experience, like watching a TV ad or talking to Alexa. So in your session, 
um, which was really interesting, by the way. Um, and you said that research shows 29% of people fantasise about their Google Home or Alexa. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this? I think I should refer you to Jeremy on that one because it's some research that Mindshare did. Um, we were part of the same project, but um, that was part of the, the research that Jeremy and his team did internationally. Yeah, so this was um, part of a study we did last year called Speakeasy, um, which looked at a number of different aspects of voice technology. Um, and we surveyed uh, people in nine different countries um, who were what we called regular voice technology users. So these are people who are using it at least um, once a fortnight. Um, and of that group of, of people, um, we found when asked the question that 29% said that they had had a sexual fantasy about their voice assistant. Um, could be Alexa, could be Google Assistant, could be Siri, could be Cortana, could be... Oh my God, I hope that's as far as it goes. Like, that's it. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jeremy. Okay, so I've just jumped into one of the conference rooms. I'm currently sat um, at a brainstorming table with a load of creative people, and we're trying to come up with an advertising campaign for Poma Cider, which is a brand of cider kind of aimed at young professional people. Um, it's super cool. Everyone here is so creative, and I feel a little bit like I'm in The Apprentice at the moment because we've got one of those whiteboard things with a flippy paper, so people are doing little diagrams and stuff, and we're kind of just brainstorming a cool digital screen advertising campaign so that's really important because it's like uh, it's got to be interactive it's the sort of thing you'd see on the street while you're waiting for the bus so um, yeah at the end we're going to feedback on our brainstorming creative digital screen campaign and hopefully our table will win okay this is cool i found a friendly scientist man hello what's your name how are you i'm robin from dunhumby media hello robin and what are you doing here today it all looks very scientific and interesting yeah, we're doing a little science food experiment we're doing some liquid nitrogen ice cream and i'm going to show you some liquid nitrogen meringues poached at minus 196 degrees just now so what are you doing now you're putting a tiny little green meringue in a frying pan yes so <laughs> that sounds slightly weird but um yeah, so we have a little bath of liquid nitrogen, as I say, minus 196 degrees. Avoid putting your fingers in it. Oh, my God. You know when someone says, don't press the button and you really want to do it? That's, that's basically what you've described. Go for it. Go for it, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah, I've just pulled these uh, dehydrated meringues, all very dry. They've been poaching in liquid nitrogen for three or four minutes. What happens is that the air inside becomes very cold, and then you're going to take it into your mouth. I'm not going to give the bigger, big reveal just yet, but what you're going to do let it warm up a little bit for a few minutes take it into your mouth don't breathe in because you'll die no nah, i'm just joking no 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 i'm just joking i'm just joking my god the fear on my face <laughs> hopefully you won't die no 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 you won't die so take it in your mouth all in your mouth break it up and just breathe out and enjoy it okay and you're gonna be like a dragon oh my god this sounds so fun so i'm gonna eat one now yeah, so i'll do it with you okay so i'm taking the meringue oh my god it's so cold oh 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 Oh, My mouth is so small. I really underestimated how long it would take me to chew that. And I'm really sorry I spat on you a bit. No worries, it happens all the time. So we're coming to the end of our binaural journey at the first ever IAB conference. Everyone's having a little drink um, and all of our minds are absolutely buzzing. Everyone is so full of ideas, so full of inspiration. And I think 
just me, especially full of liquid nitrogen meringues. We've learned so much from all the big names. Google are here, Facebook, BuzzFeed. I've learned how to create a digital marketing campaign to creating a skill for Amazon's Alexa. It's pretty cool. You can see everything that happened at this year's conference. It's online, iabuk.com. Get on there for all the pictures, video, and write-ups from all the sessions too. But right now, oh, I need a drink. This is a Creative Fix production for Acast. Thanks for listening to this podcast, which is brought to you by Acast. Like you, millions of people enjoy podcasts every week. Acast works with thousands of amazing shows, reaching the most engaged, loyal, and desirable audiences on demand. For more information about advertising, sponsorship, and branded content opportunities for your business, please contact us at sponsor at acast.com.